Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and all things Hollywood here on the show. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm, as always, I'm joined by my trusty co-host, my my partner in crime, my uh, my my score reader, if if you will, Devin. And we are here to give our thoughts about the latest film to hit Netflix, which is Len Manuel Miranda's uh, directorial debut, and that is Tick Tick Boom. And before we begin today's show, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. If you're a new or seasoned listener to the show, we'd love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. But now, Devin, before we stop the clock here, it's 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 going to be a bumpy ride. But I wanted to ask you before we go any further, how's your week been? How you been, man? You been uh, playing some video games, watching some TV, chilling? It's been a long week because next week is Thanksgiving. I took the week off. Just been waiting for that. It's just been taking forever. Oh, so you have We're this almost week there. Off. You have this week off or next week? I have all of next week off. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, okay. That's what I did for Christmas a few years ago. It was it was pretty nice. So, yeah, I mean, we're we're almost there. You got we got we got one more work day. So hopefully, and of course, we've been been playing some Halo here and there because that had a nice shadow drop. Yeah, yeah. I've I haven't been able to jump on just yet. Um, I plan on doing it hopefully during the um the holiday time because it's it's just been crazy, you know with Ward season dropping all these episodes and whatnot, and just work in general, and you know, just trying to keep everybody happy. I'm I'm running maybe, out of time. Maybe this Devin. movie will inspire you. It actually has. It it is this this movie is very um, it's it's pretty relatable for sure. I, I feel like I never have enough time to do anything, which really really sucks. But like I said before, we are going to be reviewing our tick tick boom review this film is of course like i said directed by lynn manuel miranda and writers include stephen uh levinson and of course john the late jonathan larson um that the entire um the this that this movie uh the musical was uh is based off by the musical and stars andrew garfield alexander ship and vanessa hudgens um so devin are you ready to get into our tick tick boom review tick tick All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with our Tick, Tick, Boom review right after this short break. Hello. Hi. Welcome. I'm Jonathan Larson. I am 29 years old. I work at the Moondance Diner. Check. One sec. Do we take reservations? No, we do not take... We're, we're a diner. I have an original rock musical. Hey, boy genius. That I've spent the last eight years of my life writing. He's getting out. You're gonna be rich and famous. And rewriting. Did you crack it yet? Oh, I'm getting so close. And rewriting. Can I hear it? Any day now. Eight years! And the time keeps ticking. You need to ask, are you letting yourself be led by fear or by love? Fear! A hundred percent fear! And we are back. Devin, stop the clock. 
Take time out. <laughs> man, oh man, this film was crazy. Let me read the plot synopsis for everyone today. I know we're doing things a little bit backwards today, but I figured I'd try to mix it up and see what works, you know? Like, you can't just keep doing the same. You can't keep eating the same, you know, bologna sandwich every single day for lunch. You got to mix it up after a while. So the plot is as follows. On the cusp of his 30th birthday, dun, 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 a promising young theater. Just like us. Yeah. Oh, seriously, dude. It, 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 well, we'll get into it. Hold on one second. So a promising young theater composer uh, navigates uh, love, friendship, and the pressures of a <laughs> and the pressures of life as an artist in New York City. So as I said before, this is Lin-Manuel Miranda's uh, directorial debut. Uh, the, man, the man's been on fire this entire year like i said before i believe it was in our um was it dear evan hansen review like this this is the this is the year for musicals like we've we've had so many music based movies coming out this year whether they be musicals or not with um the ultimate playlist of noise we had coda of course we had in the heights we had dear evan hansen tick tick boom i saw Encanto a few days ago and that was some good, good stuff. Um, and then we have West Side Story coming out later on this year in December. What was the other Netflix one, Vivo? Yes, Vivo. Like, Lin-Manuel has been killing it between In the Heights, Vivo, Tick, Tick, Boom, and Kanto. Like, he, the, the man, like, is, he's on fire. So just props. This, this is his life. Tick, Tick. <laughs> All the time. Literally, literally. And, you know, we'll get into it. But before we do, wanted to thank Netflix for allowing us to watch this film early so we can get this out for you guys on release day you know for everyone out there so of course we will be going into more more of a non-spoiler we'll do a little bit of spoilers as well but after you hear that little bad boy so definitely um devin just just, just give me your rundown uh, actually no i, I want to go first this time because i i have a lot to say but this sucks ticking this uh, seriously though you know what i i actually have I, i'm gonna put myself on a nice little uh Nice little timer here, because th this is kind of in, in in the theme, in the mood. So um, I thought that Tick, Tick, Boom was a fantastic film. One of Andrew Garfield's, honestly, his best performance. And I'm about to run out of time here, which is kind of the theme of the movie here. It's, it's crazy to think how precious time is and how... With the late Jonathan Larson, for those of you who don't know, you know he he was a film composer. Um, was taken from um, was taken from us way too soon at the age of thirty five. Of course, he um, was the original composer for Tick Tick Boom, and if you haven't seen Rent, that was definitely all him. So this is based off of his first. Well, it tells the story of his first his first theater playwright with. Sub Superbia, um, su Superbia. Is this Superbia? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Superbia. And then, of course, Tick, Tick, Boom, and then Rent. So everything kind of ties together, but everything that happens in this film, um, it's, it's very, very moving. Uh, it's, it, as of right now, is sitting at my number two of the year, and it, it has dethroned In the Heights. I loved In the Heights, but... You know, for in the heights that that we don't have, we can't really speak on 
the same experiences as people, you know, with in the Heights, with the Latinx community and whatnot. But us, you know, turning 30 soon, we're, we're, we're right around that bend, man. It's, it's crazy. And this is, of course, takes place in the 90s. And on in nineteen ninety, I was I wasn't I even. even yeah, I was, we weren't around. Yeah, then. we weren't around then. This is a few a few years shy, but it's it's just so crazy that you know we, you know everything that Jonathan Larson played by Andrew Garfield is going through. It's it's like he's just always on the movies. Like I got to get this done. I got to get this done. I got to get this done. And honestly, I feel like I've been relating with that lately especially with you know everything that's been happening on the podcast and just constant that constant drive to just keep going and going and going and going and andrew garfield does a great job of you know his the character of jonathan larson may not be the best caring person in the world but he knows what he wants and you know he's he's one of he's one of the last species of his kind and you know the whole his his whole story is just very interesting everyone's performance from the music it's like a rock um it's it's like a rock musical and I'm like okay this this is actually really nice and i've been listening to the um i've been listening to the soundtrack on uh spotify and that will be in the description notes of this episode for sure so definitely go check it out um i've been listening to it nonstop, much like i did for um in the heights but of course i wanted to kind of clear the air lin-manuel miranda only he directed this he did not write it this is obviously not his not his music it's um, this is not his music but i think he did a fantastic job and this is one of the best movies of the year so i'm going to pass it over to Devin so he can give his thoughts on tick tick boom Oh boy, 30. What a year. What an age. <laughs> I, I got a few more years to go, but you're you're definitely knocking on knocking on 30 still. I don't there. know what you're talking about, bro. No. <laughs> yeah, you're, you'll be 29 for 11 years. Exactly. Exactly. See, that's the mindset we need to have. But um, you mentioned earlier this is the year of the musicals. It's also the year, for me especially, the year of going in blind. Um, we've had quite a few test cases here for going in blind to different movies. I'd say it started off with uh, No Time to Die. That went that went great. It was perfect. It worked out very well. I love that movie. Then we did um, we did Sopranos. Um, <laughs> that, that one did not work out. No. Well, so when you say going in blind, you mean you haven't seen not not knowing the source material. Oh, not or anything okay. about it. Okay, I, was, I, I don't know. I didn't know anything about Jonathan Larson. I've never seen Rent. I don't know anything about any mm-hmm. of that. So I went in completely blind. Then we also, I also did that for Dune. That didn't work out for me. We did it for... Um, I did it for Cowboy Bebop. Uh, decent mixed results. Yeah, this yeah. one, This one, I went in blind. And it was it was incredible, I gotta say. Yeah. Andrew Garfield. Like, I've, I've not done any research into who the nominees are going to be for Best Actor. But after seeing this movie, I'm ready to wrap it up. Just give it to Andrew. Because he oh. <laughs> he turned he turned into Jonathan Larson. I don't even know who Jonathan Larson is, but you could just tell that he turned into this man and took the role and just ran with it. It was insane seeing. I didn't know he even had a good singing voice. Like he sounded like an angel. He did. He did. And much much like Hugh Jackman. I mean, because I mean, there are a lot of actors who you know still do Broadway. I didn't, I mean, obviously Andrew Garfield being uh, fr- from the UK. I just I didn't know he could sing either. 
I mean, obviously you have Vanessa Hudgens there. I mean, yeah, and she's I mean, pleasant she's, surprise from her too. I thought she uh, she had a small role, but it was it was pretty impactful. She was a she was a sassy one. Yeah, like she kind of took more of the the back seat for sure. But um, yeah, going back to Andrew Garfield's voice, like it was just it was great. I was like, where did this come from? It literally surprised me. Even when I heard Hugh Jackman sing for the first time, I've never seen Les Mis yet. But like, I mean, growing up. I had a lot of theater friends growing up. So it's like a lot of this stuff kind of rubbed off on me. Little regret there not joining, you know, the high school theater and stuff. But I, I was I was around it enough to uh to appreciate it. And uh yeah, this this movie just I, I always love those memes of, of a group of theater kids in a steak and shake at eleven PM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's the craziest it's... place you could ever be, apparently. <laughs> That or, you know, I mean, our hometown, when you went to Handles after every uh, football game, it's like the whole town, yeah. town was there. It's like, it's crazy stuff. Did you some average ice cream? Yeah, you said average ice cream? I did. Handles was the shots best. At handles. It was the best. Nothing could beat Handles. I'm sorry. Unless you're going cold. It has been a while. It, yeah. The cold zone's definitely the top. Oh, yeah. I, I think they actually, I think Handles left our hometown then we had some kind of like, um, not ice cream shop, but um, frozen yogurt. And I think Handles came back. I don't know if it's still there or not, but we'll definitely have to check that out. But um, going back to the review, it's, whew, I mean, just everyone's performance in this was fantastic. The And and going in blind, I think it worked especially well for me here because there were quite a few twists and turns. We don't know his life story or what he ended up going through because it gets pretty emotional. Yeah. And of course, being in the in the early '90s during the AIDS epidemic, and he was obviously big in the theater community, where there's more so a population of of gay men and women. He went through a lot with that, and it's, it was very hard to watch some of it. But um, it definitely created some cool twists, not knowing where the story was going exactly. Yeah, I I do agree with you there. Sorry, you cut off a little bit, but that's okay. Um, it's you know internet whatever you know doing a podcast <laughs> remotely you you gotta love it um but yeah i i do agree with you it's it's very um it's it's in a point where i i didn't know like i know who jonathan Arthur larson was i knew he you know uh wrote rent but i didn't know anything else after like before so like in a way i i did go into this blind i mean i was able to i was actually able to see this my first viewing in a theater uh thanks to netflix i gotta say Devin, like i mean like watching at home is amazing but like watching this in the theater was i mean just just the soundtrack itself was so so catchy and that first that first song just hits so so hard it, and it's, it's, i think it's called um it's it's called 3090 yeah yeah Trust me, I I I know my stuff. <laughs> so yeah, so so the the first song that they play, uh, thirty ninety. It's very you know it's it's about turning thirty. You know it and it's about being in the nineties, obviously, but more so like it's just the fact that it is in the nineties. So I feel like a lot of millennials are definitely going to relate with this. But you know it's it's all about time. You know like um, Larson, he he goes through this and. A lot of his friends have, you know, been unfortunately, you know, passing on, you know, and you, you kind of see he tries to he has this group of friends and, you know, some some have left his life. Some have stuck around. But it, it's and especially in New York City, like 
this it's like a love letter to like a starving artist and he literally was a starving artist in this you know it's it's not the whole oh you know like we see this person you know going like high strung on drugs it wasn't anything like that but he he knew what he wanted like i said before and he just had this drive to just keep going and to like just never stop and he he put all his all of his eggs into one basket which is fantastic and then you know yeah and i just love the like the internal turmoil it caused like he's trying to balance obviously becoming a major playwright being a good boyfriend being a good friend to all of his friends that are currently dying and and just dropping all around him yeah and he just kind of struggles with that and it makes him break down yeah i mean especially with you know with his you know the flame that he has it's maintaining those relationships very very difficult to do a very very difficult thing to do especially you know he has he has this big um you know workshop coming up he's been working on this play for eight years of his life so it's like that i mean that's a long time but honestly that is that that is life of an artist i mean you know nowadays it seems that you know things just come out but it's like obviously this production of of this movie um has has been there for a while you know it's not just like lynn woke up <laughs> beginning of this year this is what we're gonna do today you know and just no like i mean a lot of this stuff takes time like you are either working depending on how big you are you are working on multiple projects and it may seem that you know it's easy but it it really shows how much work goes into a play let alone that you can kind of translate that into content you know for us for our podcast or even for youtubers you know people just see the end result and they're like man it's amazing it's like yeah there it's like a lot of blood sweat and tears to get there especially for theater it is <laughs> an unforgiving um <laughs> experience from time to time you really just see that and you feel that it's like hey you know we always joke about the definition of a star starving artist and you know me living in nashville like i pretty much see it every day where you know there's there's hundreds and hundreds of people here who you know want to become like the next ed sheeran or just the next big thing overall and you know that they, they, they work hard at it you know I've, I've been to a lot of my friends rehearsals and you know the, the work pays off and that's what andrew oh jonathan larson andrew garfield's character um him, him as portraying more kind of like a biopic in a way you know, like it, but it, it didn't market itself as biopic, which is what I really like about it. But um, I wonder yeah, what it's like. It's the play that uh, he kind of wrote about his own life. Yeah. Right. I was, actually, you know? I was actually confused, like towards the beginning. I was confused as to what the songs were. I thought in the beginning, I thought they might have been from Rent. But then I mm. went on to realize that these, this is a different play. Tick, tick, boom. Yeah. That he wrote as kind of a one man show. But then he added two of his good friends to it yeah and i i like how the movie later on kind of like because like you know they touch on his life um it's not like a full biopic but it like i said it wasn't marketed as that but i i really like the direction that they took with this and uh, this is one of the biggest surprises of the year i knew nothing about this i just knew that lemon while miranda was directing something called tick tick boom i didn't even look into yeah. it i was like i loved him i loved him splicing in different scenes from the, the actual show with his actual life and, and splicing them throughout, intertwining them. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I actually wanted to ask you, Devin. I mean, I've been listening to the soundtrack a lot myself, but what was the one song that kind of like caught your eye? Like, well, I guess what what was your favorite song so far? Like out of every- I mentioned it earlier, thirty ninety really just gets you gets you started off right. I mean, that really gets you into the mindset of what he's thinking, what he's feeling, and it's very relatable. Yeah. It's it's Except it's not ninety. <laughs> yeah. What would ours be? 30, 30 20? 30, yeah. 30, 20, yeah, because he turned 30 in, in the night on in the 90s or on 1990 or in 1990, excuse me. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I think the, the entire soundtrack is it's great. Um, like 3090, obviously, it's great. I love Boho Days. Uh, no More is like, I, I love that song so much. How that's the girlfriend one, right? No, that is um, that's the one where. It is Andrew Garfield and his uh, friends, the short, um, shorter guy. Oh, yeah, Michael. Yeah, Michael. Excuse me. I was trying to tip turn on spoilers, but I wasn't sure if you wanted to get into it for a little bit. But um, yeah, him and Michael are singing about, um, you know, not living in a crappy apartment anymore. And then, you know, <laughs> moving on, moving on up, you know, to <laughs> to the east side <laughs> for come, sure. Come to your senses, the one I was thinking of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come to your senses, yeah. And then, um, I, I like Johnny Can't Decide. Sunday's okay. Um, I re- I think Therapy is my favorite. The 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 scene for Sunday was really interesting. I mean, we're not going to spoil it, but it's like. It's how I am. It's for theater people how I imagine the Avengers Endgame portal scene was for us. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really all those does. Cameos. Have... I didn't. I only recognized a couple of them, but I'm sure they were all very notable people. But... Oh yeah, there's so many cameos in this movie. It's like it's but, a but that's, that's wow. the theater equivalent of a portal scene. Yeah, that, uh, that diner scene. Oh, for sure, for sure, like 100. Uh, but yeah, the the therapy one where um, it's just Vanessa and uh garfield he's like it's the small little kind of country-esque type acoustic during the uh oh, the, yeah. yeah um swimming was really pretty cool uh come uh, come to your senses uh i think why is very very powerful powerful as well and then it's the the, the entire soundtrack is like crazy it's it's crazy good i mean i don't know if i can put it up against i mean because in the heights is like I don't know. They're they're both they're both very different. So I don't really I don't know if I can really compare them because I mean I love In the Heights. Like, you know, it it's very, very catchy. I, I love the lyrics, you know, the very clever writing. But I feel like with this, it just hits me a little bit more because it is more relatable for me uh, as a person because I'm not uh Latinx at all. But I don't know, it's it's all crazy. And then of course the Louder than words, good stuff. The the closer song, for sure. But I really like how, in this entire the entire show, you know, it's it's him performing tick tick boom. But kind of like, how, what did you think about the um, I guess between the time jumps essentially because they're you know it starts with his one man show and then it kind of goes back and forth between him telling that story. Yeah, like I mentioned in the beginning, like I mentioned before, it was definitely confusing at first, but then 
as it goes on and you kind of see what is happening it, mm-hmm. it makes more sense yeah for sure because I, I initially thought like these rock type songs were from rent because i've never seen rent so yeah. i didn't know yeah yeah I, I didn't know either and like i've never seen rent myself i mean i know of it but i've never seen it so but yeah kind of want to throw it back over to you was there anything else you wanted to kind of touch on that we have it i know we're Dancing looks around like, uh, spoilers. Looks like I, was, I was correct here because 3090 has like three times the amount of plays as any other song. Oh, yeah, 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 it does. With uh, uh, 332,000. And then Louder Than Words has like 130. Uh, I, I was a big contributor to those for sure. But yeah, I think. And this is before the movie's even out yet. So yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah, this came out before, as of this recording. It's 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 been out for like a week or two, uh, for sure. But yeah, it's it's just a great great film. And if, if you're a theater nerd or just a big Andrew Garfield feel, big you know Vanessa Hudgens or Lin Manuel, like he does such a great job with this direction. It's just so wholesome and powerful. Like it really does feel like a love letter to people who uh, are millennials. So it's. I, like, honestly, like I said, I'm starting. I'm starting the Andrew Garfield campaign right here, right now. So Best Andrew factor. Garfield. So you want Andrew Garfield to be in the Spider-Man movie? Is what you're saying? Well, that's already. There's no debating that. <laughs> did you Did you see the video I posted on Instagram? Um, it was kind of like a combination between Incredibles and the uh, the close-up shot of Lizard, and like it shows. That like something hits it's the. A John, it's a John Cena punch. Yeah, he's like he moves right there. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> that I watched that for at least fifty times yesterday, and I couldn't stop laughing. But yeah, definitely. Uh, congratulations to Lin Manuel Miranda for just making such a phenomenal adaptation, and I, I would love to see more from him. To be completely honest, I'm very very curious to see uh, what else he has up his sleeve and. Like I said, Andrew Garfield killed it. He, he, just, he just did. Like, and, and it, was, it was so cool, the end credits, seeing the actual footage of Jonathan Larson, seeing how similar they actually were. Yeah. Like, they got their wardrobe, they got their wardrobe down exactly. Exactly. He, he does, Andrew Garfield doesn't look exactly like him, but the hair is, like, right on. Yeah, Perfect. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's so hard to find someone to play someone in the role where it's like, hey – kind of look like that person like i mean joaquin phoenix i'm sorry it looks nothing like johnny cash whatsoever but did a great job but yeah uh, andrew garf definitely like awards prospects wise i mean i don't know what it's going to be like this year i mean you know netflix has their hand in that bag when it comes to the award season now and you know they've they've won for um for other um awards in the past when it comes to you know uh either the oscars or um um the Golden Globes. I don't think that's coming around for a while. So let's get into scores here really quick. Devin, what would you give Tick, Tick, Boo? I'll go with a 93. 93? Okay. So, yeah, it's it's pretty impressive. I was definitely blown away. Yeah. And for me, it's, I mean, I honestly, I literally have zero bad things to say about this, especially with Michael's character and his path. It's just so powerful. And I, I, I have nothing bad to say about this movie. I really don't. And like, that's not even me just like coming off of a high. Like I've seen it twice now. Definitely going to see it again when it um, hits Netflix. 
Uh, by the time you guys are listening to this, you should be watching it um, right after you listen to this, of course. But I'm, <laughs> I I gave it a five out of five on Rotten Tomatoes. So that is like an A plus, like 100, like this, this is a 100% movie. Like, like 101, like this, I think my first time ever getting 100 out of 100. But like, I really, really enjoyed this. And you know, it's it's whew, gotta love it. And I um I, I hope we get a physical release of this, to be completely honest. I really, really do. So yeah, hundred out of for, for me, and then a ninety-five, did you say? Ninety-three. Ninety-three, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So ninety-three from Devin, a hundred out of a hundred for me. Definitely go watch this. By the time this is out, it's already out on Netflix, so you should be plopping your little butts on the couch right after work, whether it's on your lunch break or anything. Just just watch it with the family. It's it's great. Just a little under two hours. It, it's it's yes. a nice and the nice pacing, time. which actually I almost forgot to talk about as well. But yeah, it's like an hour and fifty five minutes. And honestly, second watch blows right by. It's whew, fantastic, but. That pretty much concludes our review of Tick, Tick, Boom. Of course, that is hitting Netflix on November 19th. So at the time of this recording, if you're listening to this now, it is out, as I said before. So what is coming up on the podcast, you might ask? We have so much. We're winding down with a lot with a few things. We have our Ghostbusters Afterlife review that'll hit November 22nd that Monday. And then we have our Hawkeye review the day before Thanksgiving episodes one and two will be dropping. So Devin and I will be covering those as well on November 24th. And then we have our Deathly Hallows, Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows part one review that will be dropping on Black Friday, November 26th. So we've got three reviews for you guys next week. And then topping off our Harry Potter review, we'll be doing Deathly Hallows part two, which will drop on December 3rd and then we'll be done. It's whew. I, I it really feels like yesterday when we started this thing, but those are our three review reviews coming up this week. Again, thank you Netflix for sending this to us so we can get our review out for you guys out there early. So we're going to close out here and we hope you guys have a lovely, lovely weekend. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian, and we'll see you guys in the next one.